Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's happening? Wednesday, or as I call it, how do we shoehorn football talk into an episode? Panther found a way. We will. <laughs> With seven, seven days a week. Football, seven days a week. That's it. What's going on, Panther? Uh, it is the money maker, but there's no football specifically to talk about as far as games or anything, but... We all enjoy talking about football, so I look forward to the football chatter. We probably could do an entire show of no bets. There's so much news and shit to talk about, but uh, I'll keep it short and let's get started. All right. We have Panthers amalgamated power rankings. He takes our power rankings. Max and I submit it to him. He shakes it up into a bag and spits this out. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number one team in the NFL, according to the DGen amalgamated power ranking, Max. I, I feel like there is a lot of agreement on like the top five, right? I think I think all of all of these top five teams pretty much were maybe our top five or top six, and uh, it's it's hard for me to argue, you know, any of this, right? I mean, uh, you know, Arizona is the undefeated team. Uh, I get that, and we'll see how they beat up on a hobbled uh, Packers team on a, on a short week. But Tam- Tampa's. Uh, Listen, man, we, going into the season, they had the hype. They won the Super Bowl last year. They 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 returned all these great players, and they have really not missed a beat. The only team that they have lost to is a top-four team here is the L.A. Rams, right? So uh, Tampa's a hell of a team. I, I don't mind them being number one in this ranking. Yeah, he hit it right on the head. The top half, there was a you know, little fluctuation between a spot here or there, but for the most part, we had a lot of agreement. It was the bottom half where – you know, whether it's the eyeball test or some magic formula that spits it out. I, I, it just seems to be kind of all over the place. And that's just a, basically it's a reflection of the culmination of how we put, you know, how each individually ranks them and uh, spits out those numbers. So um, interestingly enough, there was, you know, some teams that didn't get ranked at all and some teams that, um, you know, did get ranked. Uh, that we think are good, we're we're used to being good. That so far haven't been good. So it's we're still a lot to learn. But like I said, the the agreement I think here is those top five, and not a lot of agreement on the bottom five. Well, I think Cincinnati. I, I I'll throw Cincinnati in there. I think we're all in agreement that Cincinnati's a top ten team. Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. And the funny thing is, they're they're six points away from probably being in the top three. <laughs> yeah 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 one overtime performance um let's see let's go through the whole list uh tampa bay's number one arizona dallas tied for second 
which makes the Rams number four, Buffalo number five, Green Bay, I don't know how they snuck in there, Green Bay, Cincinnati tied for sixth, Tennessee's eighth, and that leaves the Raiders and the Ravens tied for ninth in the top ten. Yeah, I, th- I think for me, like I don't have Baltimore or Green Bay in my top ten, so I think that that automatically drops. And I, I do not like Baltimore. I am really like, and after Cincinnati stomped on them this past week, I think it showed some of their fraudulent nature. I'm not a huge fan of this Baltimore team, and Green Bay. Like, uh, listen, I just I they're fifteenth to me across the board. They're middle of the road. I know that they've got the wins, and so I, I guess you know you can be mediocre and still win. But like every single statistic I've looked at for Green Bay, it's like they're an average football club. Like I, I just, again, they're winning games. So <laughs> I can't argue that they're in the top 10. Uh, I just, I can't see it with, with the Packers. The one that stands out for me is the Titans. You know, they've got the two losses inexplicably to the Jets when they were down their two best wide receivers and an opening week loss to the undefeated Cardinals. Can't hate them on that. Other than that, they're beating a the snot out of people. We've got them at eight, but I think there's a, easy argument for probably top four or five green bay and look i get what max is saying about green bay and they're probably going to take one on the chin this week if they don't have lazard and adams going into that game um but i I, when i do my rankings i look past those things i take injuries into account i take um you know other other factors into account than more than just a record green bay is in a pretty bad division and they're winning close games i they're just getting, they find ways to win. Um, and maybe they'll get to the third year of an NFC championship and lose again. But, uh, but at six and one, I couldn't leave them off. I, I, I put Tennessee in my top 10 too. They probably should have gone higher. But the problem with my rankings is the way they dismantled Kansas City so bad, dropped Kansas City so far down the list, I couldn't give Tennessee a lot of credit for doing that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I still, despite all of, all of the issues, I still have Kansas City as a top ten team, mm-hmm. but they they dropped significantly on my list. That was probably the biggest free fall on my list uh, that that I saw, and I I still got the Chargers cracking the top ten for me. Like I again, I know that they lost that game to Baltimore, but I don't immediately just turn my back on the Chargers. I think they'll be a dangerous fucking team moving forward. It will be interesting to see the Chargers. A lot of questions there. Not a lot of questions on Cincinnati. They're amazing. there's a lot of questions here max ah yeah reported yesterday houston chronicle reports dolphins and texans have agreed to a trade for deshaun watson to go to the dolphins and i i I looked up this trade and i i made the joke uh, we were talking on twitter it's like oh well what would you give up for for deshaun watson and i joked like well bill o'brien probably give up three number one picks well guess what (laughs) it actually is three number one picks and more that is part of this trade a trade that will never fucking happen hilarious enough the dolphins are like yeah we can trade you uh, we'll give you all this stuff for deshaun watson but he's got to have his legal issues revolved and goodell needs to you know tell us about the suspension to which goodell is like nope and to which deshaun watson's like i'm not settling so trade that's not going to happen and poor fucking two is like great thank you Thank you. I was already like working on eggshells around here anyway. Now I'm just going to stop on the fucking carton. <laughs> you know, when, when you made the joke about Bill O'Brien, uh, three number one, I thought you was, you meant he would give three number one picks in addition to Deshaun Watson. That would be a, that would be a Bill O'Brien move. <laughs> you know, my, my biggest takeaway, though, is, is what you said that 
Tua, poor Tua. I mean, we already shit on the guy anyway, but the last two weeks, he's actually played really well. He showed a lot of heart in that comeback, ended up being a loss last week. But the dude's out there playing his head off, and now Miami's pretty much just shit on him and said, yeah, we're kind of moving on, and this is what we're Literally, this is what we're willing to bring in to move on from Tua. I feel bad for the guy. I don't think he's a long-term NFL quarterback. But from the human side of things, I feel bad for the guy. You guys remember when we were talking about the Dolphins, like when they had those 13 draft picks going the right direction? This thing's got implosion written all over it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, this comment here, the top comment here, uh, Finn's draft scout uh, replied to this tw- tweet by saying, I want to report that me and Holly Berry have agreed on terms to begin a relationship, but I want her to resolve the issue of not having my phone number before we can consummate the deal. I need clarity on if she's going to leave our man or not. That's good. That's really good. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty much on par of, of how likely this fucking trade is. Like, really, these are great stipulations. But instantly, everyone's like, come on. Have you, have you ever seen Roger Goodell before? Have you ever heard him speak? He's like, oh, I'm going to make a decision. No, I'm gonna, he wants to watch this fucking thing play out. And then he's going to drop the fucking hammer of all hammers if he can. Right. I mean, he, yeah, you know, yeah. there's no way he's going to make a decision now. He's going to see it's like, OK, are there criminal charges? Are they going to, you know, uh, right now, Watson's not playing anyway. It's almost like a suspension anyway. Well, thing is, Watson can play. So that's a Houston issue. Houston's decided not to play him. They don't want to damage their asset. Um, which there might be uh, some people out there actually heard of if he was on the field. I don't know. But look, how can Goodell, if Goodell hasn't suspended him now with all these allegations, then how could you possibly make a trade for somebody with none of this resolved? It's, it's almost like we're, we're making a conversation out of something that's not news. It's not news. I just can't imagine. I can't imagine this trade even being discussed and, and and coming to terms, there's so many unknowns. How do you, how would you even mortgage your franchise against a player that may never ever see the field and maybe in jail? Yeah, yeah. I mean, conditional. Could they do conditional? Like if if he gets suspended, then you lose two of the first round pick. They they can do stuff like that. If he ends up in jail, it nullifies. I don't know. But what the trade deadlines Monday or Tuesday mm. next week? Yeah. It's just it's it, the the only news about this again. I think is the Tua factor and and the fact that this trade, the non trade is is just going to be a distraction for him and and this is already a bad Miami Dolphins team. So it's, it's just going to be downhill from there. Baseball. Speaking of downhill from there, right? <laughs> yeah, is it downhill for the Astros? Is that oh, it? Is uh, the Astros fucking toast after that game? Wow. Uh, you're telling me that you found, you found the the Braves as as the favorite at, at, at a book. Look at that MGM line minus one fifteen for the Braves, minus one hundred five Astros. A couple of these are now leaking in, right? Uh, so they're they're shifting. Uh, mm. FanDuel now minus one hundred four points bet minus one hundred five. Bet three sixty five at a at a minus line. Uh, this is, whew, that's interesting. So I mean, if you're gonna guys, you're gonna bet the bet the Braves. I'll shut up right now and just bet your <laughs> your plus line before yeah. before it changes. Listen, I think the storyline of last night is is got to be Charlie Morton. And you know, the Braves took game 1. So I mean, that's the big storyline, but the second storyline is Charlie Morton got a comeback or he hit him off his leg. And he kind of shook it off. And then you can see he was grimacing and in mid mid inning, they took an x-ray and they couldn't see anything. 
So he continued to pitch. Apparently, he had a broken fucking leg. Pitched 16 pitches on a broken leg. I mean, how do you not root for a guy like that? How do you not root for a team like that? That you know, after the game, they were going up to him and saying, you know, Charlie, how you doing? And he was just sad. And he said to them, "Is like, I'm sorry. You know, like I'm sorry I couldn't do more. It's like you pitched 16 goddamn pitches on a broken fucking leg. I, you know, if this isn't the bloody sock or if this isn't win one for the Gipper, I don't fucking know what is. It's it, this is probably it for the Astros right now. They're dead. Uh, Looking at the actual game, like taking all that aside, right? Start starting pitchers. Um, Max Fried got hit really hard by the Dodgers his last time out. Uh, Urquidy got pulled, I think, what in the second inning in his last time out. He gave up five runs in that start. So neither of them are coming off of what we'd consider a good start. But I think Fried has the upside here. I think uh, he he has the ability to probably go a little bit longer into the game. Uh, or Kitty, I, you know, this this is Astros Astros pitching staff. I'm starting to wonder. You know, Valdez did not look good once again. If Or Kitty just comes out and gets kind of hit hard, and the Braves get out to the early lead, that that could really be it. My issue here is it's just hard to imagine that the Astros are going to go down 2-0 in this series. If they go down 2-0, I mean, I, I get it that they were down 2-1 to the uh, to the you know Boston and came back, but I just I can't fucking fathom that. Uh, Astros resilient bunch. If Dusty Baker doesn't Baker things up, they're a dangerous team. So a lean on Atlanta here. Oh. You know, it's funny. You're talking about how the Braves lost Charlie Morton. I think the Astros lost Framber Valdez. I don't know how you keep throwing that guy out there. He's been getting trucked. And your quitty is actually no different in his last Four games. He's given up six home runs and 14 earned runs. The guy's been getting absolutely shelled. You look at Max Fried. He was seven and zero in August and September. Seven and two set the team is seven and two set September first. The only two losses, both of them to the Dodgers. So Max Fried for the last two months has been undefeated with about a 1.5 ERA against anybody not named the Dodgers. They're not playing the Dodgers today. This Braves team is just clicking. They hit their stride at the exactly the right point. They've got the better pitching matchup. They're hitting better. Everything is better. I'll take that plus line and put a quarter on the Braves. All right. Yeah, it's hard not to not hard not to think the Braves are going to pull this out now. They've got the storyline. They've got the momentum. You know, I, I, and I don't hate the Braves. I didn't think they would be able to do this, and here they are, man. Good job for them. Uh, I'm going to lean the Astros here in this one. I do think, you know, despite all that, I, I think the Astros can still one at home. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so lean for me on the Astros. I don't that's like that's it. my only hesitation, man. Like, I, yeah. again, like I got the Braves winning. I right. like them with the plus line. I like all those things. But just in my, my fucking like lizard brain, it's just like I can't fucking turn off the fact is like the Astros are going to be down 2-0. They're going to lose the first two games. Like, if that happens, then all the conversation we were talking about yesterday about a gentleman's sweep or a sweep goes out the fucking window. I think the Braves <laughs> goddamn sweep them if they win two in a row you think in, so? in Houston. I mean, oh, Houston yeah, play, they play with their backs against the wall pretty well. I, I, I totally get that, but going to play in Atlanta is, is, is going to be tough for them. I think Atlanta's a better home team than they are. If they win two in a row in Houston, yeah, it's going to be a fucking hard thing to win than you know, three games in, in Atlanta to stay in this. I'll assume, I don't know, I'm going to assume Grinky's lined up to pitch game three. We've talked about how good he is on the road all season long. So even if they do lose this game, if they go in and get that one, you're going 2-1 going into game four. It's still a series. But um, I, I agree with you. Them going to Atlanta down 0-2 seemed not likely. But when I looked at this pitching matchup, I just couldn't get away from that plus line. All right. 
Hey, let's take a quick break. Talk about Moon Bet. Have you ever wanted to own a sports book and casino? Well, now you have that chance. You got to head over to moonbet.org or head over to bitforex.com. Get some MBet crypto tokens. You buy those tokens and then, hey, you become that part owner. Uh, use the link in the description when you do sign up and then the that you're a true DGEN. Eclipse the competition. Make some money with Moon Bet. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Basketball. We're all just on fire right now. All of us. (laughs) I I was one and two yesterday. I consider that a pretty good day. Your parachute didn't open, but you landed in the water. So you're that's good. that's the point, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, what what better way to to shake off some losses than to talk about the Boston Celtics, right? Oh. I mean, because I've had such success betting on the Boston Celtics in my my storied career on this uh, this podcast. So I might as well not bet on them today. Uh, Jason Tatum dropped forty one fucking points in the last game, and maybe that's what he's got to average if the Celtics have a chance to compete this season. Through four games, they are two and two. They've played in two overtime games already. They won one, lost one. And the last time they played at home, they were absolutely humiliated by the Raptors. And it's possible that they lose again in front of their home fans. Washington's looked pretty good to start the season. And I get it. They're coming off that double digit loss to the Nets. But they're a more balanced team than they were last year. You know, it was Beal scoring 30 fucking points last year. Now he doesn't need to. I think he's down to like 21, 22 points per game. They've got four players averaging double digits. Uh, two more at the cusp, uh, averaging like 9.8 points per game. So they're moving the ball around. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie looks like a really good partner for Beal to take some pressure off of him. Uh, Kuzma's looked pretty good out of a Lakers uniform. On the flip side, it's Brown and Tatum, right? They combined for 56 points per game. If one or both of those guys go cold, it's going to be a problem for Boston. So I'm looking at this game right now. I have Washington outright winning it. I will take those points, though. $10 bet on the Wizards. You know, I keep forgetting about Kuzma. God damn it. Kuzma, another another Laker that's not a Laker that's absolutely shining. Uh, Dinwiddie, I, he's on my fantasy team. I love this guy. He seems to be the perfect lesser expensive fit than Russell Westbrook to Bradley Beal. Uh, I, I like Washington here. I just don't trust either one of these teams. Boston really just, for me, they just don't have an identity. Um, they need some help. For Tatum and Brown, I don't think a two-man show is enough to get it done. Did you guys see Daniel Theis put up like 15 and 10 yesterday? Maybe they could use a guy in the middle. I don't know. But uh, a little moral support here on Washington. 
Yeah, I'm going to lean the Celtics in this one. I think they, I think they can do it. Shocker. It's close. It's close. You're smart for not betting them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't have enough confidence in the Celtics. Yeah. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk Charlotte at Orlando. Uh, listen, the Magic got, got their first win. They beat the Knicks. So now I don't have to worry about them being winless going into this game. <laughs> uh, Hornets are 3-1. and one. They had that overtime loss against the aforementioned Celtics just two days ago. I don't know if you've seen them, but Miles Bridges, fucking fantastic this year. Uh, LaMelo averaging like 24 points, six assists, five rebounds, six rebounds. I mean, he's doing a lot. LaMelo is really coming into form in his second year so far. Add in Hayward. Rozier's coming off the bench. Obrey Jr. is putting up numbers. This is a team I think we have to keep an eye out for in the East. Not not as a contender per se, but as one of the teams that's going to win some games and play spoiler to some of those uh, you know teams on the uh, on the cusp trying to make it in the East. I like them today. I think they get the win. I think they cover it. Ten dollar bet on the Hornets. Yeah, once again, moral support. The only thing that scared me off of this is the way Orlando played that last game, specifically Cole Anthony, who went nuts for something like 36 points, 14 rebounds. I don't think the guy ever had more than four or five rebounds in his career, which started last year. But he he just went absolutely nuts. And uh, so that, that whole performance by Orlando, particularly against the Knicks, kind of scared me off. Another guy for the Hornets, as you mentioned, uh, Mason Plumley, just such a nice fit on a really unselfish balanced team i like charlotte i just couldn't pull the trigger so a lean on the hornets yeah i'm gonna lean the magic in here catching six i have it about six right around there so yeah i mean it's just a lean for me get me at the five right you got five oh, wow it's a f- it's five now flat i'll take the five mm. that really makes me want to bet that's plus six man <laughs> I'll do you it. Take the Fuck six. It. I'll take the five. Yeah, yeah there you I'll go. do it. Ten bucks on the on the magic plus the six, and you got the five. We'll both go. All right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> That's it for me. Hornets win by five and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a look at Memphis at Portland. You know, last year you guys know I was really really high on the Trailblazers. This year, I'm not even lukewarm on the Trailblazers. I don't. I don't know what it is. I just don't like this team and a team that we haven't given enough love, but I think we are going to is the grizzle. They're going into Portland. This team is deep. They're fast. They're young. I love this grizzle team. I'm going to put $10 on the money line. Memphis is going to win this game outright and another $10 on the over 234. Neither one of these teams play a lick of defense. I think we should, if, if uh, Portland can have any offensive efficiency at all, not like they did against the Clippers, this should go over 234 easily. 10 bucks on the over as well. Yeah, at, at the two and a half, I'm definitely leaning Memphis uh, because I have this as a two point game. I have Portland winning by two. So if, if I'm not getting that hook, then it's a dumb push here. So moral support, a lean on the grizzle. All right. Yeah, I'm going to lean Portland in this one minus the two. I have them winning. So, I mean, by extension, they're probably going to cover the two. So just a lean for me on Portland. And Panther, you got plus 119 on that money line. Nice. It's better than the 115 I wrote down. Let's take a look at Cleveland at the Clippers. I, we keep talking about this Clippers team. We don't like them. They found a, a way to just absolutely trash the Portland Trailblazers. Cleveland lost their first two. They've won their last two. And I had to go digging and 
and find out what's going on with this Cleveland team. It's a young team, but I'm trying to find what their actual identity is. What I came up with is when they out-rebound their opponent, they're actually pretty good. And the rebounding their last two games has been considerably dominant against a Clipper team that's not big in the middle. Paul George has been their leading rebounder. And from a guard spot, I don't know how sustainable that is. I don't know that Cleveland necessarily wins the game, but I think eight points is way too many. I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Cavs and those eight points. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that uh, it's just a tad bit too many points here. Uh, you, you got, you know, Jared Allen, of course, he was the acquisition from uh, Brooklyn, a great, great young player. Uh, he, he's leading the way with rebounds, but, you know, they, they also got um, Evan Mobley on that team. Uh, there's, there's a, there's a, you know, I mean, Kevin Love is used to be like a rebounding machine. He's not playing a ton of minutes right now, but he's still chipping in, you know, six, seven rebounds a game. So I think you're right. I think that's, that's the way for them to uh, do it. And then off- offensive rebounds there, you know, the Jared, Jared Allen and, and, and Mobley, uh, and they've got fucking Lori Markinen, right? Markinen's the other guy that they got, you know, so I, I think they have a chance to get some second chance points here. Colin Sexton leading the way offensively, uh, I, you know, I like the acquisitions that they did. You know, they added in Markin and they added in Ricky Rubio. This this could be an interesting team. Maybe not the complete shit show uh, a lot of people expected. So I'll lean Cleveland getting those points. I agree with you. I think a tad bit too many. I like your play, though, an awful lot, Panther. Eight points. Yeah, I think that's that that's nice. Uh, I'm jumping on it with you. Give me the Cavs plus eight, ten bucks. Cool deal, cool deal. One more. This was like a late ad for me. I have almost no confidence in this game. I, I don't know why. It's the Atlanta Hawks at the New Orleans Pelicans. It's actually opening night at home for the Pelicans. They spent their first three games on the road. Atlanta's two and one. Their one loss was on the road. Talent-wise, look, we we talked we saw Atlanta in the playoffs last year. Trey Young is a special talent, but look, New Orleans is still missing Zion. I don't think they still have their point guard situation. I think it's supposed to be Devontae Graham, but he's not exactly lighting the, the field on fire. I don't feel confident, but Atlanta minus six is my play. Ten bucks on the Hawks. Minor correction there. This is not their home opener. They opened uh, against Philly at home. They're they're one and three on the season. Uh, they lost that first game by like twenty something fucking points to the Sixers. So, uh, in this game, like I mean, it's hard for me to, you know, disagree. Atlanta's Atlanta's way better of the team. Uh, New Orleans just I I don't really like them that much. I know they made the coaching change in the off season. Um, you know. Uh, Brandon Ingram's a hell of a fucking player. Again, another uh, mm. f- former Laker there. Uh, Josh Hart is another former Laker there. So, I mean, they, they've got some pretty good fucking talent on this team. But, I mean, uh, after after what Trey Young did in the playoffs last year, like, I mean, he's not Luka level. He's definitely not Luka level, but he he made a huge stride to be close to Luka level uh, in this past year. I like Atlanta. I got them winning this one by about nine points. I might. Should probably bet it, but I'll lean the Hawks here. I'm going to lean the Pelicans at home in this one. Six, when I looked at it, it just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the, I feel like they could cover. I don't know that they are. So it's just a lean for me on the Pelicans. That is all the basketball games that I have, sir. All right. I am looking for one more and I'm going to scroll around, aren't I, to find it. Pacers are going to Toronto. Uh, I, when I wrote this down, it was Toronto plus 108 money line. Now it's flatlined. They're plus 100. According to Odds Jam, this is the best one I can find. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to money line the Raptors at home. I mean, the spread's only one, one and a half. Ten bucks on Toronto plus 100. 
Wow. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought the Pacers were going to be a better team than they have shown up through four games, but they, they really haven't been able to put it all together. Uh, you know, uh, some of these games were, were close losses. I, you know, they, they lost their first two by a combined two points, I believe. Right. But in their last couple of games, it just not have been as competitive. I thought that their offense was going to be a little bit more well-balanced. It hasn't. Uh, for Toronto, I mean, they are who we have thought that they were going to be <laughs> through the first game. So, uh, yeah, pro- probably a good you know chance for them to get a win today. Uh, I'm going to lean the Pacers here. I do think that they probably get it done today, but I really cannot come to a side on it. Yeah, I'm probably looking at the Pacers here. The only the only thing I can come to with the, the Pacers, and it goes all the way back to last year, they lost Oladipo, he was injured, then they traded him, they got Karis LeVert. Whatever spot that player is supposed to be, they really, really miss it because they're just not the same team. When Karis LeVert played, they were so much better. When Oladipo played, they were so much better. Whatever that position is, the Pacers miss it. I'm really not thinking the Pacers are going to be a bettable team until Karis LeVert comes back. I like Turner. I like Sabonis. I like Brogdon. Um, but the, the line and being on the road, everything about it just has me scared off. I'm just going to lean the Pacers here. All right. And uh, to get that plus 100, Max, I might need you to just swing by win bet on your way to work. So. Oh, no problem. No problem. It's, right there. it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I've got. I guess we're shooting over to the ice. Let's over to the ice. Got two plays today. We're going to start off with the Boston Bruins heading to Florida. Uh, Panthers 6-0 and have the best goal differential in hockey. Uh, the one concern I do have for them is they do have one of the higher PDOs in the league, so their luck factor is, is a you know a 4% higher than, than you know it should be, uh, meaning that there'll probably be some regression at some point of the year, but early on, I don't see that happening. They're playing at a high level. I think they're going to continue to play at a high level. Boston's playing good hockey. Uh, Brad Marchand is off to a really good start for the season, but I, just listen, man, Panthers have been beating some really good teams early on. They're tough to beat at home. Uh, this is a team I had ranked third overall in my preseason power rankings. So far, so good with, with Florida. A $10 bet on the Panthers. You know, as illogical as it is, the whole minus 130 is what scared me off. The Panthers are playing ridiculously well. Boston's not coming out of the gate all that strong. Um, Florida seems like the play, but the fact that it was only 130 actually scared me off. So I'll lean on the Panthers. I think you're on the right side. Yeah, it, it does look to me like the Panthers are going to win. Uh, 130 might be a little high. Panthers not wrong, but I still think they win. I think Panthers were saying it was too low. Too low. Yeah, I think it's. I think oh. it's too low. Oh, if, okay. If, well, you, if you want, you want this... minus 142, you can have the minus 142. It makes it feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that might have made me bet it. <laughs> Uh, last one up for me, Philadelphia at Edmonton, uh, just another team in my top 10. I like how the Edmonton Oilers are playing. That might be the one Canadian team that is, uh, uh, the, the anti Panther thesis right now, uh, best player in hockey. They made some off season moves that make them even better flyers. They're bipolar, right? They, they, they look like a pretty good team one night. The next they look like a bottom dweller. I'm hoping it's the latter in tonight's matchup, $10 bet on the Oilers. Edmonton is that outlier. This team puts up goals in like run and shoot football fashion. That five goals or more in each of their last four games. They put so much pressure on the goalie, so much pressure on opponents' defense. Um, it, it's just in, incredible how much 
points they score. Philadelphia in their last four games has actually given up a ton of goals. So this almost feels like a really, really bad matchup, especially on the road for the Flyers. Minus 160 is almost a value play, honestly. So yeah, I'm in agreement. 10 bucks on the Oilers. Oh yeah, it looks like the Oilers skate. Skate to a win there. What about the over? Should we just take the over six and a half? <laughs> Probably take the over. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You mean it for the Oilers? For the Oilers to score over oh, six and a half? Oh, team total over <laughs> six. <laughs> but that'll pay nice. Right. Yeah, probably. All right, that's it for me. One more. Probably a day late, too short. But uh, Vegas, because we all saw this coming, right? Went into Denver and smacked the avalanche around. Now they do a back-to-back going to Dallas. I'm not in love with this Vegas team, but I still think – defense and goalie situation aside they're still more talented than dallas i'm gonna put ten dollars on the golden knights on the road catching a plus line which almost never happens so 10 bucks on the knights yeah i'm total agreement unfucking believable yesterday but but colorado's having some issues early on in this season they have not looked very good either they they opened up strong and then since that first game it's like where the, where the fuck did that team go i i know they're dealing with some injuries and they haven't had their you know their full squad out there, but yeah, Vegas Vegas came out with a big win yesterday. I think they probably get the win today too. So yeah, a lean on the Golden Knights. I think they do get the win. I think you're probably right, Panther. But it's uh, I'd want a little bit more. I really would. I, I mean, I run the numbers. Greedy bastard. I know. I know. I know. I like the play. I just want a little bit more. Uh, that's all the hockey I got. I don't. I don't have any. I mean, should we just bet the caps and just call it a night? Probably. They're minus, what, 206? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, well, I mean, listen, uh, you know, uh, maybe there's some value. Detroit's not playing terrible right now. It's just, yeah, I, 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 you know, there, there might be some value actually betting Detroit here with the way that they played early on in the season. That's where I was. The value was on Detroit. Yeah, we, we hit that, Gerardo. Yeah, Gerardo, yeah. <laughs> Take the Wheels over. Flies over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah put, the mor- put the mortgage on it. Oh, boy. That sounds good. Goddamn. All right, so we talked about football. We shoehorned that in. We talked about baseball, basketball, and hockey, Max. That is it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to so please highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther takes on. Parlay time. I like the Braves. I like those Cavaliers and the Edmonton Oilers. Slap those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. Then we're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter. Give us a shout out. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.